On July 28, 2020, the Kuala Lumpur High Court will decide whether former Prime Minister Najib Razak is innocent or guilty in the SRC International case. If you haven't been able to go back and listen to this podcast from Episode 1, well, you're in luck. This roundup will catch you up to speed. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib's SRC trial and this podcast, which started on April 3, 2019, finally has an end in sight, more than a year later. The former PM, who celebrated his 67th birthday last week, faces seven money laundering charges in connection with SRC, a subsidiary of One Malaysia Development Syndrome Berhad or One MDB. Najib is accused of receiving funds amounting to 42 million ringgit into his personal accounts from SRC between December 2014 and early 2015. All this while, he has strongly denied his involvement in the case. He always maintained that the money was a donation from Arab royalty. His lawyer, Shafi Abdullah, had spent the trial building the case that Najib was in fact the victim of rogue bankers and that he was taken advantage of by individuals, which included the infamous Jolo. Najib is facing the prospect of a 20-year jail sentence if found guilty. After calling in 57 prosecution witnesses and 19 defence witnesses over the course of 14 months, proceedings came to an end on June the 5th. Listening to the testimonies, we found out how SRC was run as a company, the money trails that led to Najib's private and bank accounts, and of course, what the funds were spent on. Among the 76 witnesses, we've recapped some of the highlights of the trial in light of the decision tomorrow. If you'd like to hear each testimony in detail, we suggest starting this podcast series from episode 1. We'll start with the 21st witness, Uma Devi, who had just assumed her post as the Raja Chulan branch manager when Bank Nagara raided the bank on July 5, 2015. Not only did she spend three days on the witness stand reading documents detailing the money trail from SRC to Najib's three accounts at Ambank, but we also remember her for the high-pitched tone of her voice. From her testimony, we found out that money from SRC made its way into Najib's accounts through Gandingan Mentari and Isan Pradana, both subsidiaries of SRC. Documents also showed that Najib had used this money on credit cards and to issue 17 cheques to various parties, including contractors for renovation and plumbing works, as well as a media monitoring agency which helped him gain insight into voter bases. Anyone remember Ajipko? This recap wouldn't be complete without mention of Joanna Yu, a name we hear so often in this trial. Often seen donning a blazer with her long black hair tied into a ponytail, Joanna was the Ambank relationship manager in charge of both SRC's and Najib's accounts. 
we know that she had direct contact with Joe Lowe from pages and pages of BlackBerry transcripts where the businessman often referred to Najib as boss. These documents showed Joanna taking instructions from Joe in running Najib's account. Joe, however, was not given any mandate to do so, but he did anyway, and the bank followed his orders. Joanna also testified that Najib's accounts were always overdrawn, so much so that Ambank had to bend over backwards to ensure that his checks would always go through. At one point, Joanna herself had to put in her own money, 55,000 ringgit to be exact, to cover an overdraft in one of Najib's accounts. The former leader has since filed a suit against Joanna for the alleged mismanagement of his bank accounts. Several witnesses who took the stand spoke of the sweeping powers Najib had in SRC. One such witness was former SRC director Ismi Ismail. Ismi, if you remember, had spoken so softly that the lawyers had to remind him time and again to speak up during his testimony. He had testified that the former PM had control over SRC as advisor emeritus. In that position, Najib had the power to advise the company's board of directors on material matters and matters of strategic interest to Malaysia. It also obliges the board to consider and implement any of his advice that is in the best interest of the country. In short, Najib had given himself a lot of power and made it so that the board had to listen to him. While he held the position of advisor emeritus in SRC, Najib was simultaneously the finance minister and prime minister of the country. One testimony that set tongues wagging was by Ambank's senior vice president in charge of credit cards, Yo Ing Leong. Short in stature and wearing clear-rimmed glasses, Yo spoke loudly and with authority when he took the stand. This was when we found out how Najib had charged 750,000 euros to his credit card in a single day. That translates to 3.2 million ringgit at the time. And what did he spend it on? Luxury jewellery. He had bought jewellery from Swiss-Italian jeweller Di Grisogono, allegedly a gift for the wife of Sheikh Ahmed bin Jassim Al Thani, who was then the Prime Minister of Qatar. In total, Najib charged close to 4 million ringgit to his credit card, although his limit was only 3 million. The balance was spent at a Chanel boutique in Hawaii and the Shangri-La Hotel in Bangkok, Thailand. Despite spending millions that he claimed not to know of, Najib never lodged any complaint with the bank. These are just a few testimonies that stood out during the SRC trial. To get a fuller picture of proceedings with all the juicy details, this podcast is best enjoyed chronologically from the beginning. Judge Mohammad Nasalan Mohammad Ghazali, who presided over the trial, has his work cut out for him. He will have to evaluate over 2,000 pages of submissions by the prosecution and defence before making his decision. Judge Nasalan is set to deliver his verdict tomorrow, the 28th of July, 2020, at 10 a.m. 
This chapter may be coming to a close, but we will still see Najib sitting in the accused dock in two other trials. The People vs. Najib Razak will return tomorrow. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Rivati Supramaniam, additional reporting by Beat Hong. Other recordings from the court are by Jeremy Singh and Hazmiza Hassan. I'm Patrick Teo.